to the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. And I'm Lanai. Aloha. How's everybody doing? Good. How are yeah, you today, Lanai? I'm good. Thanks, I'm good. Thanks for tuning in. we got a great show for you today. As you can hear, a new voice here. Yeah. Is Lan- it new? Well, pretty new to this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been doing this almost 10 years, this podcast. Wow. So I'm going to have to get into some kind of rhythm here. Yeah. We we throw we got to throw like a ten year anniversary party or something. Seven hundred and something pod of these podcasts. I've really? Done. Yeah. So I thought it was about time. Maybe I got somebody in to help me. No, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's like something you should get a watch for. Or I know. Some kind of acknowledgement, a plaque on the wall. <laughs> you would think, right? Yeah. Anyway, so, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. And glad you are here. You're going to bring like a little new per- new perspective to the show. I hope so. You and, know, we want to talk about food and uh, and Hawaii, of course, being a food mecca right. of the world. It's it like is a, a food mecca, isn't it? It's big. It's big. Uh, How did it getting become a such a food mecca? You know, a lot of different uh, uh, nationalities and immigrants have made their way to Hawaii, and it all started, uh, you know, after Captain Cook came. Really, 1787, mm-hmm. I think it was the late mm-hmm. 80s. Yep. 17, uh, late 1780s, he came and he brought all these wonderful things, and the Hawaiians thought they were. Uh, a gift from God because right. he brought things they never saw. The biggest thing was metal, mm-hmm. and uh, they shared everything with him from their food and everything. And then uh, he started shared their getting, diseases. Yeah, that, that <laughs> happened too. He wiped out half the population. I wasn't going to discuss that, but okay, we'll bring that up too. Smallpox and leprosy. There you go. <laughs> half a million people got wiped out. That's you know, right. So anyway, he brought all these things and 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 different foods and. Uh, there was a point where he overstayed his welcome. They killed him within a year. That's right. Um, and he told the rest of the world, there's a place where you can come and refuel your boat, so to speak. Because mm-hmm. they were all going to China to pick up these immigrants to work as fur traders and uh, eventually the rail system. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they all started coming through Hawaii, I mean, if you look at a map, Hawaii is right below the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So they were sailing right past Hawaii to China. Mm-hmm. And then he told them, you know, 30 degrees that Stop way. Stop there. Paradise, and right? there's lots of good stuff there. Of course. So <laughs> they all started coming. And uh, by 1802, the first sugar plantation was opened on the island of Lanai. Um, there's still the railroad tracks there and everything. And, and only- just last week, we found out the last remaining sugar plantation is now Pow. Yes. That's very sad. It is sad. Yeah, it, isn't it? It? it was just like a, there's good in there. I mean, you yeah. can see both sides of it in a way because yeah. we've evolved so much. I didn't mean to... No, no. Digress. No, but it's, uh, it's... There's so much history. Right. And it's that history that becomes so rich that really makes up what this Mecca has become. Of course. Yeah. You know, and... And, and it's those mixing of cultures, right? Well, totally. And the immigrants started coming here. By 1802, like I said, the first sugar plantation only lasted a year. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't figure out a way to, uh, feasible to get the sugar cane from Lanai to Oahu and then to the West Coast. So you got to imagine this. All these plantations on the West... Uh, Midwest and in the America were closing down because everyone was moving west for the gold rush. Mm-hmm. So they needed two things: sugar and salt. We had an overabundance of salt, right? Sea salts. We got the best sea yeah, salts. Yeah, we got in the great. World. Everybody. I, yeah. A lot of people don't realize all the different Hawaiian salts. We yes. should talk about that one yeah, day. Yeah, we'll one talk of our about shows that coming up for yeah. sure. And uh, we had an overabundance of land to grow sugarcane. Now sugarcane was already here. We have nine different strains of Hawaiian sugarcane. Mm-hmm. Still the best in the world. Scientists say 32 now because you could plant it in your house, plant it by the beach, two different profiles. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, nine different sugar canes. So the, the wealthy were coming here. And they all taste a little bit differently too, by yes, the way. different and, profiles. And so when it was easier for them to get to the West Coast because we were here out in the middle of the Pacific. Is that, is that why trans, transporting 
Yeah, and it was in, in the, the sugar, and it, it was perfect timing with for totally. Hawaii. Yeah, and it was in the mid. So that was our gold rush, right? It, it was, was Hawaii's gold rush. It, it was, and it wasn't because we were too nice and let too many people plant. I guess uh, you I say. Mm-hmm. So they come in, and they say we want to grow more sugar cane. Uh, the Hawaiians were living on the Ahupoa. They were living on a sustainable life where they didn't need money. They didn't need none of that. Mm-hmm. So they were going to China to pick up these immigrants to work as fur traders and eventually build the rail. They stopped in Hawaii, and the Chinese said, I'm going to live here. So when the sugar plantations started getting bigger, they went to the Hawaiians and said, we need workers. Hawaiians said, we don't work. Go see the Chinese. That's right. So they went to see the Chinese. By 1855, 30,000 Chinese immigrants were working in Hawaii. And I think that is as much the story as the actual crop itself, is yeah. the irrigation the yeah. systems that these the Chinese built yes. to get here. It's pretty amazing. In fact, now you can go to like the Big Island and flume the ditch. You know yeah. what flume in the ditch yes. is, right? Yes. You, you can actually, you know, and also on, on Kauai. Yeah. You yeah. know, those are all... Those were all sugar, the sugar plantations yeah. where the ditches that they, they brought that. That's how the water. And yeah. you look at the detail on those things. Yeah. And that was hard labor. How did labor. they do it? How did they do it? It was oh, like unbelievable. Only the Chinese would work hard labor, too. <laughs> so at the that Hawaiians point. wouldn't do that. No, they didn't need no to. Way, right? They, lived, they lived, laid on a hammock and pounded poi. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting, though, when you talk about the Chinese coming to Hawaii to build these things, the first place they went to was Waipahu. Right. Vai means water, pahu means gushing. There's all kinds of fresh springs there. And you need about one ton of water to make one pound of sugar. So you needed that that heavy water flow. So that's the first sugar plantation. And on our, on our Aloha Plate food tours, that's where we take you. Because that's where the plantation started. Mm-hmm. So the first plantation... Oh, I thought it was on Lanai. That was the first sugar plantation in 1802. Yeah. I see. On yeah. Oahu, on the Oahu, first. That was yeah. always at, yeah, on, on the Waipahu, right? Yeah. Of course. So, so and between 1802 and 1855, really nothing. Really nothing. Yeah. It was all being built, right. planted, and what have you. Right. So you had Chinese, the first 30,000 immigrants, and the Hawaiians loved the Chinese. Ask any Hawaiian what nationality they are. They'll tell you Hawaiian Chinese. Hawaiian Chinese. It was all sleeping together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody was sleeping together. Yeah. <laughs> and they were uh, all men, by the way. Men sleeping together? 30,000 Chinese men came to Hawaii. Wow. There was no women. Uh-oh. Yes. So when so they, they saw the Polynesian the women, oh, yeah. Man, that's right. So they got busy there. You, you notice a lot of Hawaiians, they have Chinese, Chinese last mix, name. A lot of Chinese mix. Yeah, yeah. And, and Chinese last name, mm-hmm. you know, which is mm-hmm. interesting to me. Uh, so so and you that's think not that's, is ago. that the biggest inbreeding that went on? No. Chinese? No, with, no. With, with Filipino, no. No, so after 1855, the next wave was 7,000 Okinawans from Japan. So Japan. Yeah, Japanese have Japanese, a huge, Hawaiian. huge tie. But the Japanese breed. were here even before then. The Is Japanese, that where the term hapahale came yes. in? Yes, hapa means half. Half haole. Yeah, half haole. Yeah. So you had the Japanese 7,000, then you had Koreans, I then see. you had uh, Portuguese, Puerto Ricans, some Germans, even some Italians. By 1900, you had half a million immigrants the other rest were filipinos right so it's no wonder that we have like this amazing friggin food here yes you know and and that's why and you, you mentioned the aloha plate food tour first aloha plate which yeah. most people who have who've heard this show know who you are and are familiar with the Aloha Plate thing, but I think you should mention that, what the Aloha Plate is. And then, actually, Lanai has become partner with us and partnering with us doing these tours. Yeah. Actually, bringing the history that you just talked about in five minutes, but taking a couple of hours, a few hours in yeah, a day, yeah. and giving people a complete, rounded 
you know, uh, sessions, yeah. about, you know, a uh, tour. And you get about to see this, it visually. And you get, it's like completely interactive, immersive experience with you. Totally. Yeah. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So, and I, and you were on the great food truck race. That was fun. And you, your, your truck was called the Aloha Plate truck. Yeah. And yeah. that's why we, we, Bruce and I got together and we thought, let's put together a food tour that no one's done. Right. That no one's doing, I should say, because we do have some food tours here, but they're not what we do. It's something totally different. So if you're looking for that experience, I think we 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 hit it on the nail. I think. Yes, I think so too. Yeah, we. I mean, we've we've um, we've doing it for like a year now. Has yeah. it been a year? Yeah, it's been over a year. <laughs> yeah, and it's been growing and, and growing. And it's growing and growing. Yeah. And it's one of these things where it's sort of growing organically. Yes. You know, we're not doing a whole lot of promotion no. for it. People are finding it because they found our our tours and, yeah. and just word of mouth and knowing your show. We've had people that have just been Googling your name, right? Uh, yeah. From the, from, from the Aloha Plate Food Tour, because you were on the Food Network, which is yeah. a pretty big network, right? Millions of people. They're Googling you and they find out that there's a tour here for for your, uh, you know, that sort of takes people uh, around and shows them the different foods of Hawaii. Have you ever Googled yourself? Yes, I've Googled myself. I've never Googled. I, what, I'm afraid to look what happens there. Bad things come up too, right? <laughs> yeah, all, that, all those criminal <laughs> records, man. There, there they are, you know. Tax your people and everything else. <laughs> yeah, but so the Aloha Plate food tour is amazing. You can uh, yes. book it any day of the week as long as we're available. We've right. been uh, booking up pretty quick. Right. Um, but we give you that experience and the history behind Hawaiians always believe you got to know where your food came from. Not just the garden, but where did it come from? I asked a friend why? of mine from yeah, California, why? hey, where are you from? He goes, California. I go, no, you're not. Where are you from? He goes, what do you mean? I'm born and raised California. I go, where's your grandparents from? Right. He goes, oh, Ireland. I go, what's the food in Ireland that you eat? What's the popular food? He goes, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. How come you not? How can you not know where you came from? Yeah, right. that's like a junior knowing what a matzo ball is. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Come on. So it's interesting to see these type of people take the tour and get right. educated, and then they go and they get inspired to find out where they came from. Right. Somebody told me yesterday they're going to do a uh, potluck at their house when they go home. Some Canadians, mm-hmm. and they wanted people to bring food from their favorite country they visited to the potluck. Right. Yeah. So amazing. she's going to make spam musubi. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So you told him how to do it. Of course. And so you you were on a tour today. How was today's tour? Excellent. And what kind of family was that today? Uh, From Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Their favorite food? What was their favorite food? Spam musubi and shave ice. A lot of people are going for the spam musubi. Yeah, Yeah, because I think there's a misconception of it. You think canned meat, right? You think, Mm -hmm. oh, that's not going to be good. Canned meat, this spam is all it is is pork shoulder. You like bacon, you'll like spam. Right. It's nine ingredients in it. So it kind of gets a bad rap, right? Yeah, it does. And it's good we have 15 different flavors now right. hawaii consumes the most in the world mm-hmm. we you know we we just made 12 commercials for spam called how do you musubi 12 different types of spam musubi. i know i couldn't <laughs> believe how many types there were yeah. teriyaki spam and yeah. what were some of the wasabi one was there was garlic wasabi? we have garlic we have uh uh low, low sodium we have original we have turkey we have bacon we have jalapeno we have, um, gosh, yeah, there's I should a million. know all just, these. You know, yeah, like, put 15, you on the spot yeah. here. Just go YouTube it. Yeah. It's easy. You just Google it. Or whatever. Go, go to the, the Aloha the, Plate the, website. The, yeah, and what is the Aloha Plate website? Alohaplate.com. Yeah, alohaplate.com. And also, uh, you can you can book the tours at jeeptourshawaii.com or goeathawaii.com. Goeathawaii.com. Yeah, go there. Yeah. Go there to book the tour. You know, and it's... Uh, People don't realize, too, when you say Hawaiian food, there is Hawaiian food and there's Hawaiian-style food. Right. You're going to get both. What's the difference? Yeah. So you got Hawaiian food where the basic foods of the Hawaiians, which was taro, we steam and pound to poi, and we use all the different pieces of the taro from... 
from Luau to Lao Lao to uh, you name it. But there's there's a, a very small window of food for Hawaiian food. Then you have Hawaiian style food, which came from the plantation days. Mm-hmm. And that was... Again, the early 1800s, and that's the food that we eat today. You can go to like Alan what? Wong's restaurant. You like can go what? to Roy's. Look at the menu. It came from the plantation. Okay. Yeah. So then, we're, then we're, I think there's a whole other separate category of, of silly comfort foods. Yes, there like is. Like the malasada. Yeah. And like from the Portuguese, ice, from the Japanese. Right, and all kinds of really fattening, sugar-filled desserts. Yes, yes. and you yeah. know, desserts are big Bread in Hawaii. Bread pudding. You know why desserts are big in Hawaii? Why? Because in the plantation days, if you come here by the way you won't find a winchell's donut a dunkin donut they don't make it no because we have the best bakeries in the world and it's because all the different ethnicities are involved and they've evolved to what we have today but really the portuguese were the only ones that uh were able to bake and they need they baked breads like leonard's malasadas these guys they bake breads because it was too expensive to put uh have an oven Number two, it was too hot to put an oven in a plantation home. So everybody went to the Portuguese house to buy their bread. I see. Then the Japanese got involved, and they put their two cents in. And now you have all these magnificent malasadas from the Portuguese. You have mochi from the Japanese. You Mm -hmm. have mochi ice cream. I mean... You know, yeah. so many different things. No, yeah, yeah, and I mean, so I think there's a whole other separate category that you want to call. I, I call them comfort foods. Yes. Hawaii comfort, comfort foods food, because yeah. they, there's so many of them, and everybody seems to want them. We'll talk about comfort food on another show. I yeah, think. We, I mean, because that's a yeah, whole. Yeah, but, but I think yeah, I know, and it's just, it's just, it's just so much food show. here. It's just you know, last time I checked, there was over 2,500 restaurants on Oahu. Over just five, on Oahu. Yeah, and you know, there's over 500 food trucks. There's over 500 food yes, trucks Yes, registered food trucks. And food trucks started in Hawaii. Sorry, California. Stop trying to take claim for the food truck. I know. It started in Hawaii by the Chinese right. on a food court. Yeah, right. two yeah. buckets and a right. pail, and then it went to a cart, and That's then right. you name it. It came after that they with wheels. Him the, what was his name? The, Manapua, uh, man. Manapua Man. Manapua Man. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a guy. <laughs> oh, no, means delicious. Oh, no. Yes. Means delicious. All right. Well, look, this was a great start out of the box here for the first show together. Yes. And I thank you for that. We're uh, going to have Yelling's Corner next time. Sounds good. And uh, we'll be here each week for you. And right. uh, what is it? We're going to have one food. One restaurant. One restaurant for the day. Um, My pick. Do you want tablecloth or you want hole in the wall? Tablecloth. Tablecloth is so expensive. Let's go with hole in the wall. Hole in the wall. Okay. There's so many hole in the walls here. I want to recommend Jane's Fountain. Okay. It's on on Liliha Street, when you come to the island of Oahu, it's been here about 80 years. Yeah. It's probably going to close soon because the chef has been there about 50 of the 80. He's going to retire <laughs> soon. Oh, man. Yeah, Japanese lady. Right. They're famous for their Lokomokos, hamburger steaks, Simon and cheeseburgers. The jukebox, same music from the 60s. Orange booths would have duct tape all over them. The Coke machine is still there from the 60s. So you, would you recommend it's lunch lunch, for, uh, basically lunch? lunch or dinner. Lunch or dinner. And, yeah. and they're open seven days a week. They open, you so, really yeah, know, seven you days know a week. And they're uh, lunch and dinner. They oh. close at eight. Right. Um, I highly so recommend like, the Sadi Sadi. you know where Lilia Bakery is? Is it before that on the it, right-hand it's, side? It's, or left it's the next door to the original first L&L. L&L. Okay, yes, I know where that is. right next door. Yeah. L&L yeah. is a Hawaiian barbecue place. Yes, yes. All so, right. There you go. Jane's Fountain, my pick for this week. Jane's Fountain. That's Lanai's pick for this week. And that'll wrap it up. That'll do it for my beautiful wife, Yaling. All of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. Don't forget, we got great deals right now. If you haven't started doing your, your vacation planning, now's the time to do it. Reach out to us. All of our agents are born or raised here or lived here most of their lives. So really, that's going to give you the edge 
when you're planning this vacation. So give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. That'll do it. That'll wrap it up. We'll uh, see you next time. I'll say aloha and mahalo. Ahoy ho.